Welcome to the Revo Podcast. Revo Church is one church in multiple locations with a vision to spark a revolution of life change through Jesus. We hope to accomplish this through our core values of love big, serve hard, live bold, grow deep, and move forward. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website at discoverrevo.com. Well, Merry Christmas, friends and family. I don't know if your crew is anything like mine, uh, but you celebrated Christmas five hours ago if you got kids in your house. Uh, Our house now is just wrapping paper that has been shredded and empty boxes everywhere. All of the presents are opened, and now our mind is focused on whatever is cooking inside of that oven (laughs) that smells so good right now. Jesus has been born. Uh, the, 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 the cradle is empty now and uh, Christmas is here. So what now? What do we do? There's actually a story in the Bible that talks about a very significant event that happened right after Jesus was born. The moments, the, the days, the months after he was born, it's found in Matthew chapter two and it's the story of the wise men. Now, We don't know a lot of details about the wise men. In fact, some people say that it's three wise men, but but we actually get that from the idea that they brought three gifts. And so we really don't know how many they were. Some people call them wise men. Some people call them magi. We know they were from the east, but really not sure where in the east. But here's what I am confident on. I am confident that it was wise men and not wise women. Here's why. This story would have been a lot different if we were talking about women and not men. Did you know the scriptures say that the wise men showed up to see Jesus almost two years after he was born? I promise you, if that were women leading that group, they would have been there on time. They would not have showed up after this kid was already born. And then on top of that, the Bible tells us that the wise men, when they showed up, they went to the wrong house. I guarantee you that would not have happened if there were women. Women would have stopped and asked for directions. They would not have knocked on the wrong door asking to see the baby from someone that has not even had a baby yet. All right. Since they would have been there on time, they would have walked in that door and they would have seen the look of bewilderment on Joseph's face as Mary began to have contractions. And they would have pushed him out of the way and helped Mary deliver this baby. After she delivered it, I'll tell you what the wise women would have done. They'd have helped her clean her whole house. There would have not have been a dirty dish left in that sink. And can we talk about the food? Women would have known that Mary does not want to cook anything in these next few weeks as she's recovering from having a baby. These wise women would have shown up with coolers full of casseroles so that they could stick into the freezer so that Mary and Joseph wouldn't have to cook anything with a newborn baby at home. And then finally, can we talk about these gifts? Men showed up and they gave gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And if you are a mom, you know those are three completely useless gifts for a newborn baby and a brand new mom. You want to know what the three wise women would have brought Jesus on that day? They would have brought a practical gift, a gift that would have helped Mary out some. Instead of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, they would have 
brought diapers, wipes, and extra cans of formula. I guarantee it, the story would have been so different. So we know that they were men, uh, but there are other details about the story that we're just unfamiliar with. But there are some things that we know from, from those days right after Jesus was born, when the wise men from the east came to show up to see the new baby, there are some details from this story that I think are extremely relevant for us today. So on Christmas Day, I want to show you a few things about this story, this significant event after Jesus was born uh, that'll be really helpful for us and, and have an impact on, on us today. Let's look at Matthew chapter two, starting in verse one. Here's what the scriptures say. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he? Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and and we have come to worship him. First thing we see from that text is this. God wanted the wise men to find Jesus. They show up in verse two and they say, where is he? We're here to see him. See, they were looking for Jesus. Believe it or not, Jesus was not playing a game of hide and seek on his birthday. Even though he was born in Bethlehem in some rural area, in in a barn, born in a manger, in a stable, it would have been hard for anyone to find without some pretty serious, specific directions. Jesus wasn't trying to hide himself. God wasn't trying to make it difficult for people to know who his son was. In fact, as you read the story, you realize this. All throughout their journey, God was leaving breadcrumbs for people to follow that would lead them straight to his son. Did you see what the wise men saw? They said, we are here to see Jesus. Why? Because we saw a star that had risen in the sky. And that's the star that we have been following. It was a breadcrumb that God left. It was a clue that would draw people, these wise men, towards his son, Jesus. Now for the wise men, God put a star in the sky. I don't think he's going to do that for you, even though you and I have probably prayed that many times saying, God, give me a sign. Just like put lights up in the sky. Yes or no. Should I go? Should I stay? What decision should I make? Like God, just, just give me a sign. He may not give you a literal sign, like a a star in the sky, like he did for the wise men, but I still believe that God is constantly doing things to try to get our attention, to point us to his son, Jesus. It's not a star, but maybe for you, it's, it's an empty feeling that you might have inside, despite the other areas of your life that seem to be successful. Why does it feel like something is still missing? Maybe it's a difficult season that you went through in life, something traumatic that, that God allowed to get your attention so that he could draw you closer to himself. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe it's the feeling of loneliness that we get sometimes, even though we're surrounded by family and friends. What's the deal? It just seems like there's a void. It seems like there has to be more to life than this. Maybe it's even a guilty conscience. Maybe there are things that have happened or that you've done in your past that you're not proud of. And there's just this feeling inside of you that says there's gotta be more. That you don't wanna go down that path that maybe, just maybe God has 
something greater for you and for your life. And, and you want to do something before it's, it's too late, whatever it is. I still believe that just like for these wise men, God is dropping breadcrumbs. He's leaving clues. He's speaking to us in various ways. The same reason that he spoke to the wise men is the reason why he speaks to you and to me today. It's all to draw us closer to his son, Jesus, to know who he is. Jesus is not playing some cosmic hide and seek game with you. He wants you to know him. God wants you to meet, to find his son, Jesus, just like these three wise men did. Now, what makes this story even more interesting is who these wise men were. Uh, some other people call them magi. Well, well, magi is the root word that we get for magician. But these men were not like David Copperfield and David Blaine, where they have a bunch of card tricks that they like to show and sleight of hand things to, to confuse you or to make you wonder or marvel at what they were. No, magicians were a specific title that were given to highly educated men and women, experts in the field of medicine and of astrology and of religion. I mean, these were very sought after people. Now, what makes that so interesting is this. Some of the wealthiest, most powerful, influential, and smartest people in the world were still looking for something. Something was missing. Even in the lives of people that from the outside looking in, it appears as if they have everything. But yet these were the people that made the trip from their homes to find this new king. They were searching for something, searching for meaning, searching for satisfaction, for fulfillment, for purpose in life. What does that tell us? Even the people that think they had everything knew that deep down something was wrong. Something was missing. There was a hole that, that needed to be filled. Now, now let me show you the next important part of these verses and what makes these visitors so significant. And in verse three, it, it says this, when, when Herod, the king heard this, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him and assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where this baby, this Christ, this new king was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem, in Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least amongst the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Second thing we learn is this, the, the wise men lost their way. But what got them back on the right path was when they went to the scriptures. You see, when the wise men rolled into town, they went to the palace. They thought to themselves, well, if a new king is born, then we just need to go to the present king's house because obviously his wife had a baby. They were completely lost, knocked on the wrong door. And when Herod answered, he didn't know what was going on either. So the Bible says that Herod got together the religious scribes and they said, do you guys know anything about a new king that's supposed to be born in this area? And you know what the scribes did? The scribes looked at Herod and said, yeah, we know all about that. It's actually written in the Old Testament. And they pulled out the scriptures that they had 
and they quoted to Herod where the new king was to be born. You see, when King Herod and the wise men and everyone else was searching for answers, when they were headed down the wrong path and didn't know what to do, they went to the scriptures and it gave them the answer. So what about you? Are there any questions you have about your life that you wish you had answers to? What the future holds or what decisions that you need to make? Do you need some wisdom and some discernment in your life about what's going on right now? Well, I got good news. Here's the answer. God left us a book to help us navigate life, to show us how to make good decisions, to show us what our priorities could be, to reveal the purpose of our lives. And all of it is here. So if you're searching, if you've hit a dead end, if you feel like you don't know where to turn, the second lesson we learn on this Christmas from these wise men were when you're looking for fulfillment, and satisfaction, when you're looking for purpose and direction, the answer is right here. It's time to search the scriptures. I, I hope that's what you'll do. Here's how the story ends in verse seven. It says, then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And, and he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child and when you found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The last point of the story is this. When, when the wise men found Jesus, they found what they were really looking for. Now they walked into Bethlehem thinking they were going to find a baby in a manger, swaddling clothes, all of the details that they had heard. But when they saw Jesus they realized that they had found so much more because in Jesus, they saw hope. They saw love. They saw joy and peace. They saw purpose and fulfillment. They saw satisfaction. They saw the hole that was in their life begin to be filled. Nah, they didn't just find a little baby wrapped up in a diaper. They found so much more than that the very thing that they sent out on this journey to find something so much greater. And when they met Jesus, that's what they found, what they were really looking for. So a few reminders from today on this Christmas from the wise men, I believe God is still speaking to us. He still desires to leave these breadcrumbs out that lead to his son, Jesus. And for those that are still looking and seeking, uh, God is not running away from you. He's running towards you. And he has an incredible life in the fulfillment of purpose and satisfaction for you. He's speaking to you and would love to begin a relationship with you by you knowing his son, Jesus. Just like the wise men were looking for Jesus, looking for a path to real hope, 
that same path is available to you and to me today. Like the wise men, you and I can have everything that we want. Everything in life, fame and fortune, success and popularity and power. But you and I will figure out, just like the wise men, you can have all of those things and still be missing something. That's the way that God created us. There is a void in our life that we were designed to have that would cause us to look for what would bring us ultimate satisfaction and fulfillment. And that, as the wise men found out, can only be found in Jesus. I'm telling you, if you're looking for him, you'll find him. And you'll find everything else that you've been searching for in life. So when you look for answers, when you look for direction, when you look for meaning and purpose, when you look for clarity and wisdom and discernment, let's do like the wise men. When you get to that point in life, let's go here. Let's open up the scriptures. And regardless of whatever path you find yourself on now, if we come here, it'll get you on the right path again. It'll lead you to the right place to find what you were looking for, just like the wise men had. And finally, In the midst of the family and the friends that you have today and the laughter, the food, all of the fun that you're having, let's not forget all of this, it's about Jesus. And after everything is done for us, it's time for us to give a gift to God, a gift of obedience, a gift of faithfulness, a gift of trusting in him to take our time, talent, and treasures just like these wise men did and to present it to Jesus so that he can take our lives and do something amazing with it so that more people can understand and begin a relationship with Jesus. I hope you have a blast with your family today. Take some time to remember all that God has done and be thankful for it. And from all of the Revo crew to you, Merry Christmas. listening to the Revo podcast. We believe everyone has a next step to take in their relationship with Jesus. If you would like more information on what that means for you, or if you have any questions about today's message, please email us at info at discoverrevo.com.